You're now listening to The Bad Guy Radio production of Black and White Featuring Justin Lee Ken W.O. And Junior, your boy And your King boy Mac. King Mac What's up King Mac, I appreciate it What's up King Mac, I appreciate it It's November 3rd, 2021. The Atlanta Braves had just won their first championships since the grimy 90s. This ain't one of the Yankees' 27 rings. This was a monumental World Series for the generation of baseball. I get on Twitter every day and I see these analytic animals try to tell me that home base percentage is more important than average. Slugging. OPS. Home runs destroy the Astros. 25-2 and two were the teams in the playoffs that hit the long ball. I'm here with Joel Wright from Dump Up, and we got Junior back on the ship. King Max settled down. Home runs rule the game. From Kike Hernandez, to Jorge Soler, he took a peek last night. Had people comparing him to Albert Pujols for some type of reason. It's black and white. How you boys doing tonight? Doing good, man. You know, I never complain. So everything is everything. Good as usual. Hey, Justin, this is Joel coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Thanks for having me on. Uh, like oh, yeah. you said, I'm a third of the Dump on the Ump podcast, probably 99% of the Dump on the Ump Twitter feed, so I apologize for that. The only thing I got to say is I'm about the World Series. I'm glad the Braves won on the road so I could see all those sad Houston Astros fans. That was the only yeah. uh, uh, good moment for me watching that World Series. Junior, you enjoyed the World Series? What's up? You was watching a little bit? Of course. Anytime I get to see those Astros get a spanking. I'm, uh, <laughs> I think it was America versus Houston, and I think America prevailed. Well, I won't say all that, but I'm happy for uh, Mr. Ron Washington, brother brother Ron Washington. Very happy for him. Glad he uh, finally, finally got, got a ring. ring. You know, but I'm, at the same time, I'm also sad for uh, brother Dusty Baker, you know what I mean. Yeah. He's one of the one of the baseball lifers, uh, a great manager, great baseball guy. So I, I feel sorry for Dusty. I, I can't lie, but either way it go, great job Dusty of bringing some integrity back to that organization. And your second year with the Astros and first full year as far as full season. With the Astros, you got them. You got them to the World Series, man. So, you know, I, I salute you. You know, in that area, you know. You know, King Mac, you finna make me cap on this show, and it only took fucking five minutes. You be on this show every Wednesday talking about some nobody remembers the loser, and you give fucking Dusty Baker this eulogy like we some pallbearers carry him to the fucking grave. The man lost. 
it is what it is. Jorge Soler hit a fucking cock shot to the train tracks, took a nice long peek. It's, it's, it's Cubs, Dusty Baker, down in the fucking Lone Star. Just call it's, it what it is. It's nothing we haven't seen before. Yeah, I don't Come on, Junior, fuck. talk yeah. to this I mean, guy. I put on my white gloves. And yes, I carry the casket and gave a fucking eulogy. I don't. I think the th- I think the thing that sucks the yeah. most is like yeah, Houston's talented as hell. As much as I dislike them, but there's so, there's a lot of teams in the AL who are getting better. And I mean, they're gonna lose Correa this year. Their pitching is not as good as people think. At least I don't think it's good. I mean, I would pick them right now to still win the division next year. But get to the pennant, I don't know. I mean, teams are getting better. Um, I think a team like Detroit is going to be a sleeper in my opinion for next year i don't know as far as getting to the pennant but i think that might be a team that can wreak some havoc down the stretch i was grasping at straws at this world series to find a narrative that i could attach it to like i hate the astros but i don't hate the astros as much as everybody else does right because they cheated to win but they still won right and i respect that they did what it took to win the two narratives I was grasping at was, does Dusty Baker need a ring? And does Zach Granke need a ring? Those were the two things was like, man, it would be nice for either of those guys to get a ring. But other than that, I couldn't buy into any of the narratives on this Braves versus Astros World Series. It just did not sell to me as a consumer of baseball. I, I hate it. I hate it. Like, it was some beautiful baseball being played in this World Series. And people tried to suppress that with talking about, oh, yeah, the chop is racist, blah, 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 blah. Look, man, we've been doing the chop for 40 years. If you want to be a social justice warrior, you could at least have some fucking common courtesy. Know the temperature in the room that the World Series ain't the place to do it. You finna have a whole fucking winter to debate. We got a new CBA coming up. You know how this lockout shit goes. Know the time and the place. People... Got a new ballpark, doing the chop, fucking wearing pearls. Why people can't have fun is beyond me. We spent the whole fucking COVID, a couple years before George Floyd tearing down statues. When when is it going to take a fucking break? It's the World Series, for Christ's sake. Everybody wants to be fucking bandwagon band friend, uh, uh, Braves fans or sometime on White Sox Twitter, Barb's fans. When are you going to root for the Braves? Instead of rooting to abolish the chop, cancel the chop, have some fucking fun, wear some pearls, you know? Yeah, Yeah. that's why I wanted the road team to win every game. Because the Braves, they're full of good, fun, good for the game players. Freddie Freeman, awesome. Ozzy Albies, awesome. Max Freed, awesome. They have a ton of good players that you should root for. That's uh, future future White Sox, uh, Freddie Freeman, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> man, man. You can't play first base. We got no, 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 no. I wouldn't no, bet no, my no. life on that. I but, wouldn't bet my but, life. Freddie Freeman at first, Jose Abreu DH for the rest there's, of my life. Hey, hey, there's this great thing in the American League called the DH, and uh-huh. according to all these analytical people, when you play in the NL, when you go to the North Side, you can just throw Freddie Freeman in right field, and it'll work. So, just, yeah, I, I wouldn't bet it. my life on that <laughs> happening. I, I wouldn't bet my life on. <laughs> But as far as, you know, as far as the chop or any of that stuff, you know, I, you know, I think people should let the uh, ethnic group or whatever, whoever, you know, it, it 
offends or not offend or whatever, they should let them speak. I don't think you can speak for people who you're not really a part of that group. I, I think that's I think that's absolutely you know crazy to me. I hate when people do it to us when they try to tell us what's racist or not. It, it bothers me. So I think as far as uh, that goes, that should. If if that if that ethnic group or the natives if they don't have a problem with it then should nobody else have a problem with it because it's it's you know either demeaning to that culture or not demeaning to that culture so no I, I, I hear that yeah and I, everything I read is, is is it is demeaning to their culture and, and here's my I got two things to say about that one thing if if the Braves don't care then they need to let Cherokee Nation get in on that good, you know, uh, MLB.com money, that Fox money. Like, if they're going to pass the cash on to Cherokee Nation, then let's do it. The second take I had is that the chop was not a thing for the Braves until Deion Sanders started playing for them in the 90s. Because Deion Sanders came from Florida State, where the chop was already a thing. And they just adopted it for the Braves, I want to say 92 or 93, when he started playing for them. I was right. shitting on myself in 92 and 93. But go yeah, ahead. That's, right, good right, right. that's good history. <laughs> right. So, but it's not like part of Braves. To, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, like, I, mean, you, I don't know. It, it's not like, oh, this is our tradition as the Boston Braves, Milwaukee Braves, Atlanta Braves kind of bullshit. It's not. They, it's because Deion Sanders was really fucking good at baseball. Well, you know, like I said, I just think they should leave it to, you know, the natives or whatever ethnic group. They should leave it to them to decide. I can't really speak for, you know, for that group. Uh, and I don't think anybody else should, you know what I mean? It's it's what it is. They, they can tell you, yeah, they, they can tell you what bothers them, what don't bother them. Uh, my only problem with it is everybody try to tell other ethnic groups what they should be offended by and what they shouldn't be offended by. And I don't think, you know what I mean, you had the right to do that because you're not a part of that group. So that that's the way I look at that. As far as I, I don't agree with Deion Sanders being a great baseball player. He's a great football player. He's a great but he was a captivating <laughs> athlete. I agree with that. I agree with that. He, he was a he was a captivating athlete, but I can't agree with the great baseball players. He played for the Braves and the Falcons. Like, I don't know. I assume, like, at, like he was Mr. Atlanta for, whatever, three or four years oh, in yeah. the early 90s. Yeah, with the helicopter and all that, yeah. Yeah, man, because the, the com- comparison would be Bo Jackson, right? Who That's no comparison. Bo did. Jackson was the right, best right. athlete of all time. Oh, was probably better. Right, exactly. But what he was Royals and Raiders, right? Or am I wrong about that? Who was his NFL? Yeah, Royals, Royals and Raiders. Yeah. Right. So he's in two different cities. Deion Sanders was Braves and Falcons. Yeah, he ran the lineup. Prime time. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Ran, he ran it. There's no doubt about it. I'm just saying when you look at the numbers, it ain't. You know, he was. I agree. No, he you're wasn't totally a great. Right. He wasn't a you're great baseball right. player. That's all I'm, I'm just saying. Because hey, I'm, I'm going, because I'm on a, I'm yeah. on a, uh, you know, I've been going on the path because people been handing out great and elite uh, too oh. much now. I mean, they just handed it out. It's like trick or treating candy. 
You know what I mean? It's like, come on now. We we didn't see real elite players. We didn't see great players. Frank Thomas, Willie Mays, uh, Ken Griffey Jr. You know, that's elite. You know what I mean? These guys that a lot of people labeling elite now, they need to stop. They're going too far with this. They out of control. You know, it, maybe it's because maybe it's because we don't have many elite players. I mean, to really look at, so we're putting people who. No, I think it's because people are getting emotionally attached to these players. One, and then I think it's because people are looking at newer stats or metrics, and they saying, "Well, this table for this metric said that this player." Is whatever all star whatever, and they saying okay, well it must be, and I, and I, I when you when you look at that, I don't I don't agree with that. I'm sorry, I just you know I, I uh you 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 had a standard in baseball for over a hundred years where certain numbers meant certain things, uh, and I don't think that should change. Three thousand hits meant something. Five hundred home runs meant something. Uh, certain number of uh, batting average of three hundred for your whole career meant something. And like Buster Posey, you, Hall you, of Fame Buster Posey. You can you can <laughs> you can call me a dinosaur or whatever you want. Let's get out. Let's get <laughs> But I think those numbers still mean something. You know what I mean? They so, do. They absolutely do, man. Yeah. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to die. Like people was trying to diminish. Uh, my man Salvador Perez season over there in Kansas City. He had one of the eight greatest seasons for a catcher in the history of baseball. And I think, I, I wasn't sure, but I think the Atlanta Braves had a patch on their sleeve. I don't know if it said 125 years or 175 years. Some, some ridiculous like that, like the baseball club been around over yeah. 100 Plus yeah, 125, 125, 125 years, 125 years of baseball. And this guy has had the eighth, one of the top eight greatest season for a catcher. And you try to diminish that based on some damn equation. Somebody came up with who probably never even played the game. I'm just being honest. I mean, that, that, to me, I, I can't go with that. Uh, what the man did was absolutely great. It's only been six catchers, or, or yes, it's only been six catchers that have hit 40-plus home runs in the season out of 100-plus years of baseball, and you try to diminish this man's season? No, I, I got a problem with that. Uh, I do. I don't care if he's on the Royals. I don't care what team he's on. The man had a great oh, yeah. fucking season. Period. And, yeah. and you can't take that away from him. And to try to take that away from him, to me, a little bit more history of baseball, uh, you need to d- d- diverge yourself. I mean, you need to dive in a little bit more history of baseball because he's had he had one of the greatest seasons. For a catcher in the history of the game. I'm sorry. That means so, you're talking about Salvi. Salvi, yes, correct. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you at all. 
You can't take that away from let's, me. Let's take that a step further. How many fucking catchers are in the league that could duplicate what Salvador Perez did this season? Nobody active, I think. Bingo. So if the next time I got to see this season from Salvador Perez, a motherfucker got to be retired or a created player on the fucking show. Yeah. We got to illuminate that and we got to celebrate that because oh. no matter baseball is turning into a game of percentages and the law averages. Well, how many, how many times can you slice one accumulated home run? You can't percentile RBIs, shit that add up, stolen bases, home runs, RBIs. They're trying to fraction that off to give lesser players like God rest his soul, Ben Zobrist. I mean, he ain't dead, but he's been buried <laughs> because of, you know, what's been happening. <laughs> yes, we yes. we kind of buried, we buried uh, Ben Zobrist. Oh, Ben Zobrist has his own problems. Yeah. He was never elite. Ben Zobrist was never elite, but he got an elite type contract. And all of these sabermetrics and numbers propelled Ben Zobrist like he was out here, like okay. some type of top echelon player. Junior, so what- was Ben Zobrist elite? Uh, he trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, the man was with Johnny Bench, Hutley, Lou Campanella, Piazza. Oh, as great catchers, great catchers. Okay, I'm and uh, and I mean Lopez, Javi Lopez. But come on, man, you you you, you can't disrespect this man. Season. I mean, Johnny Bench no, no, done it twice. 40 home run season. Mike Piazza did it twice. And the other ones, Perez, Lopez, uh, Huntley, and Lou Capanella done it once. Okay, I mean, Max, that's so I'm assuming you're you talking about this because you're going to get into your you, uh, discussion about how Buster Posey is not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, is that uh, Buster, Buster is not a Hall of Famer. I have to, uh, I have to agree uh, with I don't Kendall care. on that. What I'm asking you is, is Salvi Perez a Hall of Famer before Buster Posey? I got to see what Salvi Perez numbers end up being. You know what I mean? So when his career. After four years, Salvador Perez will have a Hall of Fame uh, resume. Propelled by this season. When his career is over, then I can give you a better answer to that. I just think with Buster Posey, don't get me wrong, very, very solid player. But when you look at his overall numbers, the 300 average, great. That's great for a catcher. I mean, that's fantastic. But he, he didn't he he didn't have he didn't reach uh I don't even think he had 2000 hits. Um his home run totals wasn't great. Sub 100. I mean sub 200. I mean, you can ahead. you can even sit here and say just an all-around player, Salvi Perez. He's already had a better career than Buster Posey offensively and definitely, definitely defensively yeah. what he does behind the plate. I mean, if, if someone was to come to me and say Selby Perez has already had a better career than Buster Posey, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I think people get stuck up on, and it's not a bad thing to have, get stuck up on Buster Posey as three rings. Good thing to have, but as an all Here's my, player. Okay, here's my counterpoint to that. Buster Posey's got three rings. Salvi Perez has one ring and a World Series MVP. 
I think Posey. I, I, I think Posey won the World Series MVP too. I don't think he did. I don't. I I don't believe Salvador was, Perez did more with less too. You got to think of the roster Salvador Perez was on. Uh, he been only. He was the only right-handed protection in the in the lineup outside of fucking Billy Butler. Buster Posey yeah. had Brandon Belt, fucking Gold Standard Brandon Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Even this year, Mike uh, Yastrzemski. They had a light-skinned legend, Monte Wade, in left field. You do, Chris Bryant came. So Buster Posey had the LeBron type help for those three rings. Salvador Perez had to be the fucking roots of Kansas City in the middle of uh, the Heartlands. Well, you got. So I think, think you got to take that into account. I mean, Buster I Posey, he played for a story franchise, the Giants. I mean. It's, it's one of the story franchise in baseball, just the history of the players that came out of the Giants. I would say the Yankees, the Dodgers, Austin. the Giants, the Red Sox, those are the story franchises of the league. I mean, Buster the Posey. The Chicago White Sox. What are you doing? The Chicago White Sox. I'm a White Sox <laughs> fan, and I can't add them in there. I'm going to be honest. And I got to keep it 100. I can't. I'm a White you, Sox you fan. You fucking signed Jeff Kevin I can't add them in there. You know what I mean? But he was a seven-time All-Star. This Buster Posey. He was a seven-time All-Star, three-time World Series champ. He did have a league MVP in 2012. Oh, okay. uh, He was a gold glover in 2016. He was the rookie of the year in 2010. He was a four-time Silver Slugger winner. Uh, so, I mean, he had a pretty solid career it's just that these numbers are pedestrian besides the 304 batting average which is good the hits 1500 come on it's a little light in the ass home runs 158 a little light in the ass as well and i know rbis don't matter these days at least that's what everybody say 729 RBIs for his career. So when you look at his total numbers. MVP, Jose Abreu, RBI, we do. RBI. A merchant, Joe. (laughs) So when you look at his total numbers, not great. So, so Matt, here's my my thought. And tell me if you totally disagree with me on this. Mm -hmm. When we're looking at players' Hall of Fame resume, Mm-hmm. We get distracted by the statistics because what we're really looking at is narrative. We're really looking at who are the heroes of baseball. My point is Derek Jeter, who is not the greatest shortstop. He got 3,000 hits, though. Yeah, but he's, he was a first-round, near-unanimous Hall of Fame uh, ballot to the Hall of Fame. He's like the sixth. You he's know, maybe a top ten shortstop of all time. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would rather have no fact that, the fact that the fact that the fact that Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. had this. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Joel, I think Jeter was only one writer away from being 100 percent unanimous. Correct. Yeah. He had a higher percentage than Ken Griffey Jr. That's what I'm saying. Ken Griffey Jr. Who and we had this talk before we got on the air. In my opinion, is the goat. Mac Nobody in the right mind, is which is Derek fine. There's nothing wrong with thinking that. Yeah, but Derek Jeter was not a better baseball player at anything than Ken Griffey Jr. Derek Jeter is not a better baseball player at anything than Jose Altuve. First of if, all, let me just say this. Let me just hold on, 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 hold on. We gonna have to. I got to cut into this. 
First of all, we can't get caught up on what the voters do. I mean, well, because they getting their feelings. Not only that, it, they this one vote guy I didn't vote for him, or you know all that old stupid shit. I, you know, I, I either you a Hall of Famer or you ain't. I'm not with this. He was a eighty-two percent Hall of Fame. Either you a Hall of Fame player or you're not. Now let's get back to Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter has three thousand hits, over three thousand hits. You know how many people have done that in the history of baseball? No, it's not. It's not a ex- extensive list of guys that got. 3,000 hits. And people can look at UZR, DSR, and all these old numbers and say, Derek Jeter wasn't a great defensive shortstop. He didn't have rank. Derek Jeter was where he needed to be all the time when big moments mattered. He's probably the only shortstop with a high enough IQ to make the play he made against the Oakland A's. If Derek Jeter is not on that team, Oakland A's win. Derek Jeter impacted games. Mr. November, and it's November 3rd. Derek Jeter is sick. has to stop. It has to stop. He got 3,000 hits. Mm. 3,000 of them. But Pete Rose has 4,256. Yeah. And you're all the fame. Pete Rose got more, Pete, more fucking base hits, more singles than Derek Jeter's got hits. <laughs> it's crazy. Pete Rose hit the parlay more than Derek Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Rose, Pete Rose is great. But to try to say this man, Derek Jeter, is not great. No, no, no. Here's, here's my point, Matt. My point is that the Hall of, like, so my guy, I love David Ortiz. Fucking love David Ortiz. He has steroid allegations. Sure. Here's my bet. I will bet you $10. He's going in the Hall of Fame. And here's why he's going in the Hall of Fame. Because of his narrative. Because he hit all the big hits for the Boston Red Sox in their World Series runs. Like, it's not about stats. You, 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 Go ahead. The like the Hall of Fame committee, like they're bullshitting when they're talking about whether or not it's about stats. It's about narrative, and what's the narrative behind Derek Jeter is that he was El Capitan for those Yankees '96 to '01 teams that brought baseball back. Right, that's why he was the unanimous election to the Hall of Fame, not because of his hits or his mediocre defense. Absolutely mediocre defense. Like, hold on, right. hold on, Joe. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jump on your point because Poppy, how many careers are tied to the success of David Ortiz, so JD many. Drew, Jacoby Ellsbury, Mike Lowell, Josh Beckett, Kurt Schilling, Ke- Craig Kimbrell, Jason Veritek, Dustin Pedroia, the Laser Show. That's some Pedroia. That's it doesn't matter. Got two MVPs. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have World Series without the Big Poppy. Right. We talk about protection in the lineup. David Ortiz's social protection for the city of Boston and the Boston Red Sox, even after retirement. I'm That's why A. Right Rod puts I, on the Yankees hat. I don't care what the narrative insurance. is. David Ortiz is not making the Hall of Fame. 
Oh, yes, he is. Barry you Bonds. make me sick. He's and not making he, a Hall of Fame before Barry Bonds. He's not making a Hall of Fame before Roger Clemens. He's not making a Hall of Fame before any of those guys. If those guys don't get in, David Ortiz is not going to get in. And if David Ortiz get in before those Hall of, uh, before Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, then a Hall of Fame is a fucking oh. sham. Well, fucking Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, oh, Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. I forgot Aren't Sammy Sosa. They're not yeah. getting in the fucking Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is a sham, Mac. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. already a sham. I mean, hey, Pete hey, Rose, hey, hey, Pete Rose, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Shula still Alex Jack Rodriguez. Not in, Alex Rodriguez. They're not in the Hall of Fame. Rod's a Hall, the of, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is a sham. I, I can, a that's the GOAT. Let me say this. That's I can understand goat. why Roger Clemens, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds and Barry Bonds, I I, I love Barry Bonds. Is he, he, uh, well, he, I already he, said this off. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great, he's greatest great. hitter of all time. Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> the greatest fucking hitter of all time. Yeah, he is. He is. He's the great. pop a needle in your fucking ass doesn't mean you're gonna hit 700 foot fucking moonshots. Before he started that. doing it, he had a Hall of Fame. Tennis. I know. How I know. many MVPs did he win with the Pirates? Three? Five Three. tools, people. But I can't understand. The, juice. I can't understand why they're not in. P. Rose is no excuse for that. There's absolutely no excuse for P. Rose see, not see, being I, in now, the Hall now, of Fame. That, That's why I'm gonna cut you off. I think that's wrong because I think I think in ten plus years we may be seeing fucking El Tube in Cooperstown. He's better than Darius. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Cooperstown. No, Pete Rose. There's no reason for Pete Rose to be not be in the Hall of Fame. He should. There's also no absolutely reason for someone like Altuve to be to even be in the game right now. Well, he is. Damn. I agree, but he should not be in the game. I, I think I, if you look at these assets. I agree teams, with I you want, too. They should have got the death go penalty. To, you look at people. AJ Hinch should not be in the game. I agree. Perea, Altuve, Bradley. I agree. I, I agree. I, they should be. Gone. I hate to say exonerated. it. I hate to say it because Bregman is a very nice guy. Worked with the kid. But I agree. They should have got the death penalty. I do agree. It should have been like NCAA death penalty. I think the Astros should have been. You're done. Should have been crushed. That whatever $2 million fine, all that wasn't enough. I agree. They should have faced serious, serious consequences. But it's still no reason for Pete Rose not to be in the Hall of Fame. Period. As a matter of fact, what he did, I believe he did when he was a coach. Big Red Machine, one of the greatest. There's no reason for this man, Mr. Hustle or whatever all his nicknames was, there's no reason for this man not to be in the Hall. That's a sham. I agree with that. But Baseball Hall of Fame, when you look at at the – We'll just say the three sports. Oh, this purity shit. That's what it is no. with the baseball you look, you look Hall of Fame. They got baseball, baseball, basketball, and football in their respective Hall of Fames. The the MLB is, has the biggest crybaby writers there is. Uh, I, I, I think the biggest. You know, you look at you look NBA at NBA too easy and, to get into though. I, I will say that right now. The NBA go. Hall of Fame, the basketball Hall of Fame, because it ain't even the NBA Hall of Fame. The basketball yeah, Hall basketball, of Fame yeah. is too easy to get into. Sure. It's too easy. I ain't, I'm not going to lie on that. It's, it's extremely too easy. I think when you... Ben Wallace is a Hall of Fame. When you talk about Hall of Fame, it should be the elite 
of yeah, but I mean, the and then you look at you look at the baseball Hall of Fame, and you say it's hard to get into, which I agree. I think it's the hardest of those three to get into. But you're letting people thirty years after the careers over someone he ain't here, thank God. Someone like Harold Baines, Kenwell's guy, getting in the Hall of Fame when he's way past his time to even get a chance in the Hall of Fame. Harold and Baines deserved it, though. I agree with if, you. If if he was good enough, he should have gotten it 15 years after he retired. Right. Well, Whatever he's allotted. Like many Whatever he's allowed. I, I think they – I honestly think the players should be allowed to pick the Hall of Fame. I don't think – I'm going to be honest. I don't think – That's an interesting point. Yeah. I don't think the writers yeah. should choose. I don't. I think it should be – or if you're going to hire the writers, it should be like a mixture. It should be a mixture of – Writers, former executives, former players, some mixture like that. I think, I think when you like start that. bringing baseball minds into it, your former executives, former GMs, managers, former players, I think bias may start coming into it, and I don't think that's what you want well, when it comes to voting. I, I, I think you're going to have to get some baseball guys in there because the future writers that's coming up, you're going to have fucking around and have Grandel's in the fucking – Hall of Fame because he had a fucking four hundred on base percentage or something. So I think you gotta get. The, I think you gotta get the fucking right. You get on base, man. You get on base. I'm telling you right now, uh, it's coming in the near future with all these new writers coming up, led by Brian Kenny. You gonna have somebody get it. You gonna have somebody <laughs> who get in the Hall of Fame because they have a four. These people probably batted two twenty, hit two hundred home runs, but they got on base forty percent of the time, and they oh gonna put God. them in the Hall of Fame for that reason. Nick Swisher so you in the need, Hall of Fame. So you need <laughs> sounds, sounds a lot like Adam Dunn. You need baseball guys. You got Donkey. to have baseball guys in there somewhere or this thing gonna get it's gonna go off the rails real fast. I think with the okay. writers, they need to take their emotions out of. First of all, get your emotions out. It don't matter if a guy didn't talk to you. It don't matter if a guy didn't like you. It don't matter whatever his politics was. Any of that. What matters? But that's all it is. That's all it is. They don't vote Billy Bonds because he was mean to them in the clubhouse, and he wouldn't yeah. talk to them in the clubhouse. What matters it's, is like, the production. That's what they care about. Yeah. What matters is the production. I think baseball could have took care of this problem. They could have said, you know what? Everybody who got caught for steroids, you're never gonna be on the Hall of Fame ballot. Right. That would have elim- that would have eliminated this issue we having now. But once again. Baseball don't step up and lay their foot down like they didn't do it with the Astro. All they had to say was, look, if you tested positive for enhancement, PED. yeah, PED, then you will never get on a Hall of Fame ballot, ever. You just will never be on there. And I guarantee you that would have cut out a lot of stuff, too, because a lot of guys would have been like, well, Shit, I don't want to take the chance of me having numbers and then me never being able to get recognized. Numbers or career. Numbers. Yeah. Which, which you going to choose. You know. I, you want me to be honest? It came down to me making the Hall of Fame. If I'm in the MLB making the Hall of Fame or having numbers because I'm cheated, give me my payday. 
I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. You're my fucking paycheck. Yeah, but see, that, I'm there. I, I wake up every morning. I go to work to make money. I don't go there to make friends. See, that's... I don't go there for any of that. I go there to get my money and call it a day. If I'm in NBA, MLB, NFL, doing whatever it takes. But see, to you won't. You know why possible. you would. You know why you wouldn't be able to make money because you're not only gonna be out the Hall of Fame about it. If you get caught, you're done. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm agreeing with you. I agree with you 100%. I think if you're caught cheating with anything, that Hall of Fame is completely gone. I'm just saying, like, if it was, like, today's baseball or even baseball five, six, seven years ago, if I'm in the league, you know, I'll fuck it. I don't care. I'll cheat. If that means I'm going to get a $150 million contract, I'm yeah. all for it. I don't give a fuck. You look at someone like Chris Davis of Baltimore who may have cheated, had that one fucking year, got a hundred and something million dollars, and has sucked, and he's retired now. Has well, I mean, you got to you got to blame the executives for that. Look at what 100%. type of hit he was. Hit he was. You, gotta... you, you, I think, I think, I think executives fall in love way too quick with players, and we'll get into that later. But like, I know I told you guys in a, a group uh, in the Twitter chat the other day, or yesterday maybe, player who I wouldn't mind taking a shot on is Jorge Soler, and then I kind of came down to reality a little bit, and I'm like, like I feel like there's better options out there than Jorge Soler. And so I think there's going to be executives that see what he did in the World Series and are going to throw him a check, and he's just going to say, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm here to make my money now. I got my ring, or my second ring. Let's go make money. You know, so yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I think executives are too quick to jump on stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't have gave Chris Davis all that money. He, he was like a, a, a basically a one thing guy. In one year. Yeah, I one mean, year. and he basically was he, he hit a home he run and struck out. He is what we talked about last week. He is fucking Andrew Vaughn. That's what he is. If his bat's off, you have nothing else to offer to the game. You drafted Machado nothing. because Chris Davis couldn't play third base when you got him from Texas. So you gave this man $100 million to sit platoon at first or DH, and now the home runs disappear, all of his production disappear. You let Machado walk. Uh, you had Adam Jones erode. You don't have a rotation. You made the playoffs once. That was one of the biggest mistakes of the decade was paying Chris Davis because it I mean, you, eroded. You, you gave that fool. You gave that fool seven years in 2016. You gave that fool seven years. I'm looking right now. Seven years, 161 million dollars. Who the fuck Whoa. thought it was a good idea to give Chris Davis 161 million fucking dollars? <laughs> Some executive. That executive needs to be fucking fired. He probably fired. still in And you know now. what? That's probably the same executive who fucking let Manny Machado just walk on out. Yeah, we're gonna trade you. We're gonna get rid of you. I have a rule in sports, right? And my rule is you don't fall in love with players. You don't become emotionally attached to them. And you don't get rid of them. So there's one exception, unless they are Hall of Fame fucking players. Manny Machado is a Hall of Fame fucking player, or at least has the talent to get there. Why you just get rid of that and not try to do whatever it takes to build around that? You know, you can look at football. It's the same thing like when the Raiders traded Cleo Mack. Why are you trading Hall of Fame talent? You can't just wake up one day and find a Khalil Mack. You can't just go into the draft and be like, we're getting Cleveland Farrell and he's going to replace Khalil Mack. It doesn't work that way. Well, the Red Sox let go Mookie Betts. Yeah. Yeah, well, one thing is that Baltimore I would not have let Mookie Betts go. Mookie Betts is one of the players. Sorry to cut you off, Joel. Mookie Betts is one of the players where you go, Mookie, here's a check. You put down whatever number you want. You fucking whatever you want. I don't care what your age is, how long you want to be here, do it. Because I know if you want a 12-year contract, seven of those years, you're going to be productive. Yeah, two things. The Orioles are not interested in winning baseball games. That's why they let Manny Machado walk. They don't give a damn about winning baseball games at the moment. 
The second thing is, and, and Justin, I think you would agree on this, like letting Mookie Betts walk is one of the biggest mistakes Boston's made in a very long time. Like that was dumb as fuck because Boston fans were like, oh, he's just going to come back. No, he's not coming back. He's winning World Series with the LA Dodgers. And he's a, the second, in my opinion, the second greatest player in, in Major League Baseball after Mike Trout. JoJo, I get on this show every Wednesday and I lie to myself and I lie to our <laughs> listeners thinking that Alex Verdugo is decent compensation for Mookie Betts. Right. Um, the Dodgers ended up with Broussard Graterall, who was the ultimate gem of the package because I think just like Jordan Hicks, he's a hyper reliever. If Boston could have at least got Broussard Graterall, we could at least had more, you know, foundation in this transition period. The Dodgers made a move for Mookie Betts for their future as a guy who's 28, 29 years old. That lets me know how generational Mookie Betts is. He's going to usher in the new decade of Dodgers baseball. And my fucking Boston Red Sox, Joe, let him walk away. This is the Red Sox parting ways with a, gen, a, a real generational player. And it was hard pill to swallow. Thank God Alex Verdugo is at least competent to where I could lie to myself and other people and still go to bed at night. But he's not Moogie Bad. Like, Moogie no. Bad is so great. Like, it, amazingly good. Guys, guys, it fucking happened to us. We traded the best starter in baseball for Chris Sale, and we got nothing. We got nothing. Now, now, don't start that again. Come on now. We're gonna. Uh, well, you know. I ain't gonna say, I'm not gonna say I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna say we got nothing, but I am gonna agree with him. You know what we got you know what we got it's looking yeah, like an got, ass. We got a sex symbol and a fucking head case. I like okay. them both. I like them both. I like Moncada, I like Kopeck. And I think and I'll, I'll start with Moncada. I think Moncada Possess, we talked about this last week. Possesses every talent there isn't a baseball player to be good. But what the fuck has this guy shown me on a diamond that makes me believe he's worth a hundred million dollars? What is it? What is it? And then I got trolls on Twitter telling me we'll take Yo Mancada over Nolan Arenado. Get the fuck out of here! You take Yo Mancada over no- over Arenado. Get the fuck out over Mac. Mac said it last week, and it made sense. If Yo Mancata is not on the White Sox on the South Side, you are not begging Rick Hahn to go out there and make a move for him. You're not. You know what I'm doing? I'm still begging fucking Rick Hahn to call San Diego for Manny Machado and move <laughs> Mancata's ass to fucking second. That's how you solve that. I'm begging him to call St. Louis for Nolan Arenado. Why? Because those players are better. They're better. I'm begging him. To call whoever the fuck is running the show in Boston, be like, hey, can we redo that trade from 2016 and we take Devers, please? And you take Moncada? <laughs> That's what I'm begging. Why? Because they're the better player. That simple. That simple. Moncada is an average baseball player. We are so stuck up Silent. in this thing of. I've said it before. We are so stuck up in this bullshit of, well, we got rid of Chris Sale and, and Rick Hahn has done so much. What the fuck has Rick Hahn done? He's gone to the playoffs twice. What has Rick Hahn done? Nothing. All right, all right, all right, Nothing. I got to tell you about this one because here's my thing about Chris Sale. I believe 
that the White Sox did Chris Sale wrong by not getting rid of him sooner. Chris Sale was miserable on those Chicago White, on those trash ass Chicago White Sox teams. He hate losing. He, I agree. He was miserable. He was giving up some of the best years of his Cy Young quality career playing for what, 65 win teams? 65. Right? Like we sucked. We were terrible. And that's why he took the scissors to those uniforms because he was fed up with wasting his career. If the White Sox had done right, they would have got rid of him, in my opinion, two years sooner. Like we should have shipped him out. We were wasting the best years of Chris Sale's career. I also think Chris Sale's a madman, but I also think the White Sox did him Chris wrong. Sale's a madman. He's a good he wants to win Because he wants to win? That's all Chris wanted was to win. And what did he do when he went to Boston? He won. He fucking won. And, 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 and he had Manny Machado on his knees when he entered the World Series. That's how much of a madman he is. Yeah, bend the knee, Manny. They, they could have did Chris Sale good by trading him a year, maybe two years. I agree with so you. So you would have got, though. But, but, I'll get to that. I don't blame Rick Hahn for waiting because you Why paid not? Chris Value at top value. You got, you got what many believe were the best prospect in all of baseball. Granted, it hasn't worked out. Okay, you got the best prospect in all of baseball. And, and some believe at the time you even got the best, th- best pitcher. Pitching prospect at the time. So, I mean, you, you got, quote-unquote, something in return. Those pieces just aren't it. I think the whole the whole hype with Michael Kopech being a starter, that shit's dead. Michael Kopech will not be a starter in this league. I don't think so. Wow, that's I a do hot not think so. And really? I, I, I love Michael Kopech, and I'll get more people when they listen to this. How are you going to say you love Michael Kopech <laughs> when you don't think he'll be a starter? Because I just don't. I he could be a good pitcher and not be a starter. He be a good pitcher why can't, that, why yes, can't the two be synonymous? I agree, a hundred percent. And then when you look at Yon Moncada, guys, people were in my mentions this pe- last week after we talked about this, and and I went on Twitter. And I was talking to people. People say, "Well, I think above average is elite." And it's funny how we just talked about the Hall of Fame, and they say, "Well, if you're top ten, you're good in the league." No, you're fucking not. This isn't a Manny Machado. This isn't Austin Riley. This isn't Rafael Devers, Nolan Arenado good. This is Joe Moncada, a solid baseball player. Anthony Rendon, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, Rendon, a solid if you, baseball what player. What they were saying, if you top 10 at the position, yes. you, you, they're saying if you top 10 at the position, you're elite. I don't agree with that either. Uh, that is what he said. Yep. Okay. I, I agree, with, okay, you. I I agree with you as well. I don't agree with if you're top 10 at that position, you're good. I think that's 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 a. I'm gonna just say this, and once again, I I think it boils down to one number. People love the war, but Moncada is not even the top. He's I put it this way: Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Robert, and motherfucking Grandel is more is more is more valuable than. Moncada on the White Sox. I, th- I, th- I agree. I think Moncada is more valuable than Eloy as well. I really do. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying, so I'm not saying that's a huge amount of value or anything, but I'm probably taking Moncada over Eloy. Yeah. I mean, those the, those the, to me, Moncada is the fifth most valuable player on the White Sox. So if he's the fifth most valuable player on the White Sox. <laughs> if you're the fifth most valuable player, how like, can you that's say, like a participation trophy. Thanks for yeah, showing up. And like, not only hell? that, how could you say he's the 25th best positional player in the league because you're looking at some metric 
That never made sense. That doesn't make sense to me. Oh, hold your, up. Your Don Alvarez. Because they were a good baseball team. And that's what you need to be a good baseball team. I mean, I mean, as far as like, okay, I understand what you're saying. I actually agree with that. It's good to have multiple solid players. But I'm saying Moncada is not a top 25 positional player in this Hell league. no. He's not. No, he's not. Jordan Alvarez has almost a one less war than Moncada. And I guarantee you right now, it's not one White Sox fan that would say, if Houston called the White Sox and said, you give us Moncada, we'll give you Jordan Alvarez, you wouldn't ship no. Moncada out. Let's Honestly, I think they would say no. I really do. Let's be no, it's, they going to say hell no. Alvarez doesn't play third base. It don't matter. I give a fuck. His bag. I don't give a fuck. You his bag gives us more value than what Moncada value is at third. I don't care because all those, I'm gonna start calling. I'm gonna start calling them war weasels because that's what they all are when they all think about war. All these war weasels just think you can take these players and because you can put Jordan Alvarez and go into MLB the show and make him a third baseman, they think you can do it in real life. So why don't we just t- why don't we just do the trade and put Alvarez at third? I, I'd rather have somebody else at third. I'd rather have somebody else at third, whoever that is, and have your Don Alvarez in left with his bat than Moncada Glove at third. That's what I'm saying. That's what it boils down yeah. to. Would I rather have your Don Alvarez bat or your on Moncada's glove? I would rather have your Don Alvarez bat. More we, than double the home run. We, we, we see we see what a valuable bat does for a team. You just watch Freddie Freeman. You watch Jordan Alvarez in the ALCS. You watch uh, Devers do his thing. You see what elite bats bring to the team. It's It's not a lot of players that made the Hall of Fame because of their defense. It's very few of those guys. I mean, Ozzie Smith off the top of my head. You normally get to the Hall of Fame because you have an elite, elite, elite bat. Who's playing second base for the Red Sox next season? I don't know. They had one. They decided to trade him. For the White Sox? Yeah. It should be Omancata. Should be Marcus Simeon. It should be Marcus <laughs> that, 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 Should be Jose Rodriguez. That, that's that's what I want. No, I, I take Marcus Simeon. Give me Marcus Simeon. At yeah. second base. That's he's my free, dream scenario. He's a free agent, right? Yeah, hey, free agent. Hey, yeah, give me so Marcus Simmons. Uh, do you you I didn't the White Sox already pick up Cesar Hernandez? No, nah, they no, cut they, him. They declined it. Yeah, they cut they him. Okay, so they declined Hernandez. Yeah, he's gone. I would have started looting. White Sox again got holes, man. They got holes. And that's the thing that we have. They got a hole in second I... base. They got a hole in right field. In the rotation. They got a hole in the Catcher. rotation. Uh, I will say I think they do need to get a solid defensive catcher. Who's the guy I think the Tigers just picked up today? That's what Rick Hahn should have jumped on. Yeah. No, we, uh, hey, make that uh, trade for uh, Eric Hodge. On Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that, yeah. All right, so, so we signed Simeon. We released Hernandez. God, that was the most disappointing thing. You say so Simeon, go cheap. Not cheap, but you can find you a valuable 
right fielder for a decent amount. I mean, uh, not not going overboard, I should say, not having to pay too much. Uh, but I think at this point, honestly, if the White Sox signed Simeon, you'll probably get Vaughn or fucking Sheets in right field or something crazy like that, to be honest. You know, if she yeah, can give I, me a competent I, effort in right field, yeah. I'll take it. I agree. I think when you look at it, I mean, you're either getting – I don't think they add a starting pitcher. I think they are sold on their starters. And what I saw against Houston was bad, fucking bad, bad. All three of them. All three of them was bad. It wasn't good. Um, and then I think when you look at holes in, in the field, you're either getting a second baseman or right fielder. And I think if it's any of them, I think it's a second baseman because, again, I think Rick Hahn is so in love with these prospects. I think you see Vaughn or Gavin Sheets out there come March down in Glendale or wherever the hell they have their spring training, they, and that's who will be fighting for it. If they spend major dollars, I'm telling you, if they, let's just say they say second base, we're going all in for Simeon. If they do that, I can tell you right now, they're going cheap in right field. And if, yeah. you're probably going to get a Vaughn or – but she's in right. I'm just being honest. I also, I believe I saw Justin and Kenwo tweeting about this earlier today that they need to sign Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. I mean, as what, a bench bat? Yeah, I mean, what the no, fuck? I mean, he had 25 bombs this year. Okay, so, yeah. all right, 25 OPS bombs. With, with, with probably what, 25 doubles? So I mean, what, put him in right? Ro- yeah, put him in right. You got Yokies, Gavin Sheets. I mean, I and would Andrew take Vaughn. If you get if you get Simeon, if you get if you get Marcus Simeon, I say Simeon. If you get Marcus Simeon, I I wouldn't have a problem with you going. I don't want to say cheap, but you know, I guess. I mean, what's what's McCutcheon going to cost though? I mean, not much. He right? Yeah, he wouldn't cost much. I I would agree with I would agree with that. You would get decent defense and right. Oh, somebody de- definitely a serviceable defensive player, right? Uh, yeah. You would get a, probably about twenty bombs. Uh, you won't get a great on base percentage or anything like that, but it's worth it if you're gonna get Marcus Simeon. He could play left too, so when Eloy fucking hurts something, we could throw him in left. Yeah, they got. Or, or the Simps won't Grandel to catch. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing too. is, we just gotta hope. You gotta hope, Eloy. Can finally have a full healthy season. You gotta hope Cease continue in his development. Uh you gotta hope that, you know, the bullpen doesn't implode this time or they live up to the expectations of what everybody had for him in the beginning of the season. So, you know, like I said, I I'm excited for the White Sox, but yeah, I'm not gonna act like it's peaches and cream. You know, like, like, uh, it's not all sunshine. Yeah, we can just walk in, we're gonna show up and just make the playoffs. Like, we're mm-hmm. gonna, like, an opening day, we can walk in and say, Yeah, we're going to the play. Now, I don't think that's the case. I think you have to feel second base with a, uh, with a, you have to feel right field or second base with a good player, very yeah. solid player. I don't think. Mean- to me, I think it's either you're you're going out there getting Simeon in a second, or you're making a move for Castellanos and right. That's what I think. You do one of those plays. I agree with that. Go from there. I agree with there. that. I don't. I don't have. I wouldn't be mad if they ended up with 
uh, Castellanos, and I wouldn't be mad if they ended up with Simeon. Either one will be fine to me. But to me, you have to get they have to get one what you would call dependable back. I don't think you can go in and be like I'm a championship contender depending on your bench players to be as great as they was this year and depending on Sheets or Vaughn to be the players that you think they can be. I, I don't think you can go go ha- have two major holes and just be or, like, I mean, I think you can even package to make a trade. I mean, again, but you know, I mean, what whole... they got to trade though. That's what people I mean. Mokata for glass now. Right so now. high. So Andrew high. Vaughn for so glass high now, Andrew right Vaughn. now. Yeah, See, but you can't Andrew trade Mokata. You can't trade Mokata. If you trade Mokata, then you creating another a hole, another hole. You would rather have a gold glove third baseman or a starter. I'm not a I big believer in Glasnow. He wasn't even. I he couldn't sick. even stay healthy. Have you seen year. a baseball leave his fucking hand? Uh, yeah, but ha- <laughs> did he leave his hand in the playoffs? No, because okay. he was fu- MLB exactly. sabotaged him. Exactly. No, he sabotaged himself if he needed the sticky stuff. And I'd rather see how he performed without the sticky stuff now, because it didn't look so well for the New York man. Yeah. Garrett Cole, watch so, him the eight. Yeah. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, wrong place, wrong game. time, my ass. <laughs> I want to see how they perform without the sticky stuff because that's the rules of baseball now. Now, people can cry all they want because their favorite pitchers took a dive. Yeah, it's Keiko. You know, but uh, I want to see. You know, it's funny. He came from the Astros. They was yeah. being they <laughs> was Cole. they was being accused of the sticky stuff before anybody else. When, oh my with all them, with all them, uh, what what was them that spin rates and all that? They was being the accused. RPM, yeah, the RPM. They was being oh accused of that damn. before anybody else. Down, we are not innocent in this. Pe- people thought they was Hellcats, but they was really using high high octane <laughs> gas with some with Hellcats some nitro in it. Astros players who learned how to use the sticky stuff. Yeah, and I mean, they- I would not trade. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even a Makata stand. I would not trade Makata for Tyler Glass. Podcast has been about how you're not a Makata. I would not trade him for whatever what dude's name is. For, what about for Shane Bieber? Nope, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> Cleveland ain't gonna do. They're gonna fucking laugh. <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. I would trade his ass for Ramirez though. Quick. I, Was they Ramirez? I, hell yeah! I drive yeah. him to the airport. I promise you. <laughs> and play his song. On repeat. All the way to the airport. I promise I'll you. Uber. I'll pay for the Uber. I drive him immediately. 100 miles per hour on uh, the Kennedy Express Lane. We out of here. And make sure you don't miss your flight. Not a problem. And you're going to take him through TSA and shit. I'll carry his bags. <laughs> He meet any trouble, anything in the bag that's funny, I take the weight for. Make sure he get Damn. where he got to go. He's not it. Like just the truth. He's not, and Ramirez, he's tradable. Ramirez, if buy Machado, buy. I know not before people come at me. I know these are not possibilities, but I'm just saying, Machado, buy. You are the weakest link. Uh. Ramirez, see you later. 
Bye. Austin Riley. What about your boy, Brandon? Talk to you later. I do it for Bree, man. <laughs> shit. Uh, my ass. My ass. Shit. I'll tell you what. If if Houston called and said if, if they were dumb enough to be like, hey, we want Moncada, we're going to give you Bregman, I'll tell you what. I'm dry, Like Mac just said, I'm driving Moncada to the airport. I'm going to hop on the plane with Moncada, and now I'm going to pick Bregman up, and then I'm going to play for his first-class ticket to come to Chicago. Beat, beat. Pulling up in front of uh, Moncada House, text him, talking about I'm outside. Hundred <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, driving on the hey, shoulder. He, hey, hey, he going to get that 3 a.m. text. Hey, you up? Pack your bags, motherfucker. You I'm driving. I'm driving on the shoulder <laughs> of the Kennedy. We out of here, baby. We see you later. I'm sorry. Fourteen home runs. It ain't impressed me. No, Moncada needs thirty home runs a year. He ain't gonna hit thirty, but at least give me that's out of the fucking question, Joe. Yeah, twenty five. He, I don't think he ever hit thirty. But you give me twenty five, I'll be happy with that. If he did his 2019 season consistently, you had no complaints from me. I I'm not giving up on Yohan Moncada. Nobody want to. Nobody want to give up on him. Nobody. Good managers make good I, I swear to God, 2017, give him time. 2018, you're not giving him time. You're 2019, give him time. And he had a great year. And then all you had. Uh, all you heard from the McConnell State, you haters, you haters, you ha- they couldn't get enough of that. They was on trolling high alert. You haters, even that he hit a home run two times a month. You haters, I mean, what how the much fuck? fucking slander? That's fourteen I mean, home runs a year if you hit him two times a month. <laughs> two times he hit a home run two times a month. You hate a home run every fifteen days. You haters. It's like, what the fuck, bro? What are you talking about? But okay, have your fun. I mean, come on. Come on, White. I mean, we got to be real. I have never, I promise you, if this was the late 90s, early 2000s, people would be like, get the fuck out of here on the South Side. No. They'd treat him like a Bears quarterback. <laughs> I'm telling They'd you, treat man. Moncada like a Bears quarterback. If this White, Sides fan, White, Sides, White Sides fans have gotten a little soft. This has. We ex- we we, asla- we accepting a slash line of 263, 375, 412, 787 from a third baseman. A third, he couldn't even that's all we've, and, and I'm not he trying to sound White Sox fans, that's all we've got in the last 20 years. So that's it's true. like we've just become like, Accustomed to it, like all right, this is this is what we're getting. Yeah, accustomed. Robin Ventura was better than Joe Creedy, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So Robin Ventura is what sets the bar for my generation of White Sox fans. Although we've seen Joe Creedy, uh, you know, win a World Series, and his power and his power wasn't great. But you didn't need his power to be great when you had Frank Thomas and all those other guys on the squad. But I mean, come on now. Well, this have, this is my thing. When Moncada in 2017, all Moncada stands said he was the GOAT. I kept hearing that. Go, 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 go. That's what they told me. In 2019, he was like the GOAT on steroids. Hey, you got an MVP, MVP <laughs> vote, all right? Because he finally, <laughs> he finally had he finally had one great season. He was the GOAT on steroids. And then in 2020. It was COVID. 
It was COVID because he went to that Indiana nightclub. Uh, and like, right. and that was a report by somebody on White Sox. I know. I, know. I, <laughs> I just like I don't the story. I don't know if that's true. Or I not. just like <laughs> it. And then, <laughs> and then in twenty twenty one, it was he got great defense. Don't look at his bat. Look yeah. at his defense, and look at his sexy on base percentage. The, the, the great job he did. Of walk, I mean, he didn't even have a hundred walk season, but okay. Anyway, the great job he did of walking, just magnificent. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was so fucking great. I mean, his walks, his walks, his walks was so threatening. Fucking fucking Grand Dahl fucking walked more than him, and he played half the fucking season. His walks was so threatening. Actually, I don't disagree with you, but. How many times is that leadoff walk actually the most important thing in baseball? How many times is he leading off, though? <laughs> and, and, How many <laughs> runs do a walk drive in? How many times walk, is he leading off? Walking, I, I will defend walking. Like, walking is maybe the most important skill. It doesn't game. matter. We don't like to hit. We don't like to fucking take Joe, advantage of If walking anyway. the most important but, skill. But that's different. Okay, that's I, got different. A, I got a question for you, Joe. I got a question. Answer this question for if walking the most important skill, why the fuck they walk Barry Bonds with bases low? If walking the most important skill, he scored on both of those walks. What? No, I'm asking them. Why did Barry Bonds get walked? With bases loaded, if it's the most important never give, Because you never give an intentional walk. Never. You know why? Because scoring one run. Giving up one run is better than giving up four, three, or two. That's why. No, never give up. Driving in too. Let me tell you. Okay, Joe, you watched the Astro series, right, Joe? Did you watch the Astro, the White Side Astro series? Question. Hold on. Let me ask this one. Let me ask this one, and then you got your question, Joe. Let me ask you this: Did you watch the Astro series, Joe? Against the White Sox? Yeah, White Side Astro series. We hit zero home runs. I mean, well, I'm asking, did you watch the series? Yes, I. Okay, so Joe, if walking is so great, why did they walk a guy to get to the great walking Moncada? Maybe they wanted to walk him. <laughs> so they walked <laughs> a guy to walk another guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, Mac. You are it's a double walk. Is better than a walk. You are what? I mean, come always, on, man. This man, this man is the twenty fifth greatest. <laughs> he's the twenty fifth best positional player, and they walking. The Astros is walking a batter to pitch to him, but he's the twenty fifth best positional player in baseball. Whether huh. whether it's in fucking June or October twenty sixth in the fucking pennant chase trying to win a pennant to get to the World Series. I ain't going past someone to get to the twenty fifth best position player in baseball. You know what I'm thinking? I gotta get this motherfucker out so I don't get to the twenty fifth best position player. My point okay? is <laughs> when I'm walking fucking grand doll and be like, nah, right, this this fucking guy is coming up my cotta. This is an easy one, two, three. That's the process that fucking Houston had. And you know what? It worked. It worked. Oh yeah. Oh, you you it worked. correct about that. Houston had us out thought. It was bad. It was bad. We we won that one game uh, because we got the best slugs in the game, and we should never not have the best slugs in the game. 
Yeah, I'm right. not. Uh, I'm not buying the walking is the greatest thing since uh, Wonder not Bread. Bad. Not bad. And you, I ain't you, saying it is bad. Walk is a fucking base hit. A walk like, is a base hit. You most know, of the time. You know no, who was no, a great no, walker? Most of the time, it equates yeah, to the I same I agree thing. with you. No, if the guy's on second, no, it's not. You want to well, see you can't you See, you can't say that because I literally just made an example of when you said is a leadoff work, leadoff walk the worst thing to happen or the best thing to happen, whatever it was, and I said it's not like it matters because we don't hit them in. So oh, right. if you have a guy on second, obviously there's a difference of if someone like Moncada is going to get a base hit compared to a walk. But, I mean, like, if you got the leadoff guy coming up, a walk is the same thing as a single. Get the Let me tell you, base. no, Junior, let me tell you something. The, diff- the, the reason why I hate the walk is, is uh, the same as a hit is because I always put potential situations with a guy on second. Say first and second, don't matter how many outs, and a guy gets walked. It's just bases loaded. What about a base hit that could drive in a guy that's idle on second? Obviously, sure. 100%. A walk can drive in one run, but a walk can never drive in two. At least a base hit can do that. A walk can't do that. So we can't equate this shit. A walk is only good for prolonging innings and taxing the pitcher because we're in a generation to where pitch count overrules what a manager sees. That's why fucking... Giolito threw uh, TLR underneath the bus because TLR was going and he's not an elite walker. He's not. Yeah. You know who yeah, an elite? Know, you know who an elite walker? White Sox fans. You had one. A guy who walked at an elite rate, Frank Thomas. That's a guy who walks at an elite rate. Yeah. He, had, he had more walks than he had strikeouts. Not eighty walks and a hundred. And 60 strikeouts, no. Frank Thomas had seasons of 138 walks, 112 strikeouts. 122 walks, 88 strikeouts. 112 walks, 54 strikeouts. 109 walks, 61 strikeouts. 136 walks, 74 strikeouts. That is a man that is elite at walk. That's elite. Elite. So stop saying something is elite when it's not. Please. Please. That's my only problem with Makata's stat. If you say he's a solid player, I say you are right. Okay, yeah. He's okay, a solid player. But I when you disagree, no. And you are agreeing with me that he's a solid player. I agree. 100%. Okay, cool. All right, we are actually in total agreement on that. I guess. But elite, no. <laughs> no. He's been under, under achieving, under. Gratitude. Oh, just 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 say it. Know. He's he's sucked. He's sucked. Well, I ain't gonna say he no, sucked. No, no, he's no. I'm saying he doesn't suck. We agree that he doesn't. I suck. I agree with that. He doesn't no, suck. I agree. Underachieving because he was supposed to be the he's best. He's definitely underachieving. I agree not. with that. 2019 set the bar higher than what his talent can equate to, and now that's the last fucking thing we're gonna reference him because we have an affinity for guys who make music videos and wear big chains. And hits home runs to the Goose Island a little bit. You know who should have made a music video? Frank Thomas. He deserved one. <laughs> nah, he's made got a like a Viagra video. commercial, so it's even better. But I'm saying he should have did a music video. In Iowa. He should have been in a cha-cha slide video or something like that. He deserved a video. That's elite. What was Frank Thomas' first year with the White Sox? 
His first year numbers? No, no, like playing for the White Sox. His first year playing for the White Sox was 1990. His first full year was in 91. You know what he did in 91? What? The man had 138 walks, 112 strikeouts, 318. Hey, oh, you on base percentage levels. Y'all about to... Y'all about to go crazy when y'all hit his old base percentage he had. 453. 453 was his old. That's elite, people. Say say his slugging percentage, too. Oh, 553. Now let's do some quick math. What's that equate to? His OPS? 1,006. There we go. Good. So good. Oh, oh, and by the way, by the way. That also started the run of seven consecutive years of being top eight in MVP, which in back-to-back years, he won MVP. That's elite. So now you people understand why I get offended when you call Yoan Moncada elite because he's nowhere near that. Frank Thomas is elite. That's elite. Frank Thomas is an elite get-on-baser. On base percentage, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. <laughs> that's what your you a that's get what on your, that's what that's what that's what Frank Thomas is. He's an elite get on baser, on base percentage, or whatever you want to call. Him. That's that's elite. Yo, yeah. my God, that's not elite. No, no, you're right. Frank Thomas is better at baseball. So stop calling people elite. And Mike Trout. That's not elite. Y'all will, y'all will offend me with that. Y'all now you're starting to fight, Justin. Now you're starting yeah, to yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all offend me with the that. The Big Hurt better than Mike Trout? There ain't even no fucking argument. I mean, if you're talking about power numbers. I'm talking about as a, you. you do you want Mike Trout digging in or do you want the Big Hurt digging in? I mean, yeah, we're talking Mike about Trout, but I think if you talk around like the all-around better overall player, player I mean, like, yeah, it's going to be Trout. Overall he's player, you're well, I mean, but he played center field fucking uh, – The Hurt was DH first base? I mean, it's not fucking Mike Trout's fault. The fuck? Yeah, whatever. Mike give me Chad's the big hurt over over. Give me the big hurt. This man had a twelve. This man had a twelve seventeen OPS in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, man, that's elite. Stop hitting that ninety-four. His on base percentage was better than some teams' win percentage. Okay, like yeah, you need to calm down. Boy, and what was Frank Thomas' WAR? Damn, his batting average was three fifty-three, bro. You know what his WAR was? You know what his WAR was? H O F. Hall of Fame. That's what his war is. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. Mike, uh, I'm not here. Come on, man. Y'all got to start Ooh. with this elite talk. That's all I ask. I agree. So you people ain't got to at me. You hater. You ain't got to at me. He's a solid player. He's not elite. I don't Mike. give a damn about his War says he top three third baseman. Uh, no, he's not even the top three third baseman. Because right now, I would take Austin Riley, who has a less war than him. Ooh. I would take him over Moncada. I would take Manny Machado, who has a less war than him. I would take him over Moncada. I would take Nolan Arenado over Moncada. Yes, yes, yes. I would take Alex Bregman over Moncada. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So stop with the his war says 
I mean, it's other thing besides war. I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'm taking them all. I'm taking Arenado. They talk about elite defense. Arenado was elite defense. This what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through some names, and I just want to hear yes and no. I don't want a discussion. I just want to hear yes or no. All right. Jose Ramirez. I'm going to name some players. Are you taking these players over Mancata? Yeah, Jose Ramirez. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Manny Machado. Yep. Anthony yes. Rendon. Yes. Devers. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Bregman. Yes. Yes. Arenado. Yes. yes. Uh, Eugenio Suarez. No. no. Maybe. Okay. Um, now, this can be a toss-up depending on where he's positioned. Chris Bryant. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, I would take because Chris Bryant don't hurt me in right field or third base I or center field him. or he's left cop, field. He's a cop for life. Fuck him. <laughs> I respect that. I do respect that, Joe. All right, all right, all right. I respect uh, that. Uh, Matt Chapman. Yeah. Give yeah. me Matt Chapman. Yeah. Um, Justin Turner. No. 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 Josh Donaldson. No. No. Austin Riley. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, fucking Kyle Seager. Yes. No. No, Kyle Seeger's too old now. Yeah. Josh yeah. Donaldson. No. No for Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Austin Riley. Yes. No yes. Josh, I agree. No for Josh Donaldson. Yeah. So, Joe, he wasn't the top three third baseman then, was he? You named like six third how basemen. Many them, take over. Uh, yeah. How many of Because, yeah, you right, Nick. Because my thing is that Devils is the only AL third baseman better than Moncada. No shot. You don't think so? Bregman. Uh, Bregman. Bregman ain't retired yet. Chapman ain't retired Jose yet. Jose Ramirez. Yeah, but Bregman. Anthony Rendon. Uh. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Jose Ramirez better than Moncada. The thing, the thing is, the yeah. thing is, guys, is, is what I'm getting Chapman. at. Chapman. Jose Moncada, and like we said, is solid. Or, I said Jose you Moncada. Jose Jesus Moncada. Christ. Mm-hmm. Yo I, Moncada. I think that's his, that's his cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Yo Moncada is a solid player. But Yo Moncada is not top 10. Yo Moncada ain't even top five in his own fucking league. He's not top five in the AL. I really like that. I, he might be top 10, but I'm going to be honest, that means absolutely fucking nothing as far as. As far as what what it means to be elite, it don't because you top ten in your position, it don't make yeah. you elite. I hate to tell you that it don't. You know what I mean? I, oh, it could I be it could be a jump. it could be yeah. a weak position. It could just be a, a, a weak uh, a weak amount of. I mean, the players at that position could just not be great. It might not be a lot of great players at that position. So being top ten at that position doesn't make you fucking elite. Exactly. And he's not a top 25 positional player because of his war. He had a higher war than Mookie. Yes, Mookie played less games. But no, if right now if Jerry Reinsdorf said, I will pay Mookie contract, and the Dodgers said, send me Moncada and you got Mookie, bye. <laughs> I'm walking that bitch to fucking L.A. On my back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> on my fucking back. But see you later. Zoom zoom. <laughs> Bye. Yo yo Don Alvarez. Bye. See you later. Alright, I gotta go to bed because I got work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I want to ask you guys a couple of questions. Uh, all right, so we, we had uh, baseball odds for the World Series come out uh, just the other day, right? Mm-hmm. White Sox are fifth behind the Dodgers, Astros, Braves, and Yankees. What do you think about that? I don't think the Yankees should be... <laughs> I'll just be it out. I'm gonna be honest. Is this for 2022? I don't even think the fucking Braves should be in there. If I'm being honest with you, I don't. They, they, their team's about to get. Well, far. you got to You got to You got to put the. You got to put the uh, World Series winners in the top five. You got to. That's automatic. Yeah. I mean, you got to put them in there. But it's not like the Braves had signed. With, the Braves got one of the best deals ever in the history of baseball. With the contract that Al, Al, Ozzy Albee signed. So it's not like they don't got the money. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they wrapped up Ronald Acuna kind of early, Acuna too. Yeah, got like $120 million over like eight years. That's yeah. How Braves much you paying uh, Austin Riley? The Braves are going to be back next year. Like yeah, as so, as a- no, what I'm saying, Joe, is the Braves got the money to bring yeah. everybody back if they wanted to because they got their players that's pretty great players to sign some ridiculous contracts. I mean, Alves is the most under I mean underpaid player in baseball probably. You could make an argument his contract might have been worse than uh Altuve's at the time when Altuve signed his deal. I mean, and then you can say Acuna is probably finna be drastically underpaid as well. I mean, LB LB's I'm looking right now signed a 7 year for 35 million dollars. Underpaid. That's, that's crazy. Ridiculous. And Acuna is what? Uh, Cunha is ten for one twenty-four. <laughs> He's drastically underpaid. He got fucked. <laughs> He's drastically. And look at what Mike Trout signing for. Fuck. And look what what did we give on uh, Yoan? What was Yoan contract? Like six for. Uh, and he's overpaid. Jesse <laughs> 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 uh, was asking about like the Angels. Like the Angels are fucked, right? They have the two greatest players in Major League Baseball, and they suck ass. But they ain't got no pitching, Joe. I know. I know. But what their best they pitcher's do? their best hitter. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think they, they got no – they ain't even got – they might got one good bullpen, huh? Maybe. I don't even <laughs> they, they, – Hey, hey, they got Joe Madden, though. Yeah. yeah right. And they can dress yeah, up as clowns and all that shit. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> if I'm Mike Trout, if I'm Shohei Otani, I want off the Anaheim Angels as quickly as I can. Dude, I know they just give the me four hundred million dollars. They give me four hundred million dollars, I'll be fucking loyal. Fuck, I'll sit there and suck. I don't care. Make, so sad, but this make the my, thing, though. make my life miserable. This the thing though. People haven't been paying attention to is Trout. Past two years, I know 2020 was a shortened season, but he's been injured. He's getting to that age where them injuries getting longer and longer. That, that's why I yeah, kept trying body to – His bit number's about to take a hit the yeah, next five That's years. why I've been telling people when they was doing all this, oh, he's better than Willie Mays. No, no, no. Long Longevity matters and consistency matters when it comes to uh, greatness. And we seen that just, you know, to go to football, we seen that with J.J. Watt. 
Everybody thought J.J. Watt was going to wind up being probably the greatest defensive player to ever play the game, and them injuries took a toll on him. You know what I mean? I know baseball is a little different, but, man, Trout been getting injured. Like, But that's on the Angels. That's on the Angels being a trash organization. I, well, I don't. I can't say they trash because they went out and got Pujols. They, they went out and got Rendon. <laughs> I they, what happened? Yeah, he fell off, and then they went and, and I he mean, went to the Dodgers and got good again. Yeah, he, he did. Was he, good he, with the Dodgers. He, that's true. He did get better with the Dodgers. I give you that, Joe. I mean, he seemed like he had a little resurgence, but they signed Otani. They they paid right, him right. when he when he came over. That's my hot take. I think Otani wishes he played for the AL West champion Seattle Mariners. Of course. That's 100% on brand because you got to think Otani is an ambassador for his country. And what other way to break in your your new life playing in the Pacific Northwest? Kikuchi, uh, Hisashi, Wakuma, all all of the – Ichiro. Exactly. Oh, is, the, there, is the Mariners going to pay that amount of money? They didn't even pay Alex Rodriguez. I don't know. If he going to be pitching like he pitched this year and hitting like he hit this year, I think he's going to cost a significant amount of money. Yeah, he's gonna. He's, wow. He might. He might eclipse three hundred million dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say Garrett Cole's contract or nada. I don't know if the Mariners gonna call. And it don't matter, AL or NL. Someone's gonna pay that. Money. What was the Mar- What was uh, Alex Rodriguez was only two hundred fifty-two mil, Joe. Two hundred fifty-two mil at the time. Mariners didn't cough that up. They and shit. I'm trying to think. You know, this is gonna go back. Hey, each old dinner day. I got to go home, but we got to talk about this because the 2003 Yankees and Red Sox had payrolls higher than the highest payrolls now. Right? Like, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Alex Rodriguez, I can't say that for certainty. In 03, though, he made more money than anybody in 2020. Mm. Like it's bad. It's bad. And we're going for a way good for him. Stop. It ain't bad. Good for him. Well no, it's good for him. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no shit. But the Yankees, the the mighty New York Yankees, have a higher payroll in 04 than they do in twenty twenty one. And we're going for a labor stoppage. Oh yeah, I think it's gonna be a strike. I agree. Oh, there's one hundred percent. Hey, I'm telling you right now. When when Sox Fest comes around, I, I, they're going to have a Sox Fest. But when you go there and all you see, and there ain't no wrong when you see your Frank Thomas, your Harold Baines, that's what you're going to see. You ain't going to yeah. see your Tim Anderson. You ain't going to see your Louis Robert. Because when when Rick Hahn calls, calling, hey guys, Sox Fest is it? <laughs> Hanging that fucking phone up. I ain't answering that phone call. There's going to be a strike. Hey, you better hope. You better hope the ex players don't be like we're going to stand in solidarity well, with the. Mm-hmm. That is a real that, possibility, yeah, too. There's 100% going to be a strike. I don't yeah, know how long it's going to last, good. but there's going to be a strike. It ain't looking good, I'm going to be honest. And that's why I wanted the White Sox to win this damn year. Because mm-hmm. next year is not promised to have a baseball season, damn it. So that's what we're going to have with Luis Robert. We're going to lose a year to COVID. We're going to lose a half a year to injury. 
and then we're gonna lose a year until the the walkout. Yeah, but Lewis Roberts though, I'm looking forward to seeing his greatness. He's so good. Out of all he, the players that everybody's saying gonna be great, Eloy and all that, Robert is my man. I'm putting all my. I tips just want to bring you to hang out long enough for us to win him a vote. So I don't think people got to worry about it, Brayo. Brayo seems like a guy to take care of his body. He take his care of his craft. I mean, he take his craft seriously. Uh, the metrics the guy's been saying he's been declining for eight years now. And he still, and he still has to decline. Old trusty. So you know, I, 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 I trust old trusty. That's true. That that twenty twenty MVP counts, motherfuckers. I agree. Everybody plays sixty games, and so do the Dodgers World Series. They count too. I agree. It counts, Because if the White Sox had a one. I'd have been tossing that shit in the Cubs fans' faces like it was a hundred sixty-two game season. So I agree, twenty twenty count, no doubt. Just like Frank Thomas Hall of Fame, I mean Hall of Fame, Frank Thomas great year in '94. Just like them numbers counted, twenty twenty count. I agree, one hundred percent. Because Frank Thomas MVP was what ninety-three. 94, yes, sir. That's a legit MVP for Frank Thomas. Exactly. So it counts. So I agree. I, I salute the Dodgers for their victory. They went out there and got Mookie from the Red Sox. Mookie went out there and acted a motherfucking fool in the World Series, robbing home runs, stealing bases, hitting home runs. The Dodgers on, earned that World, or World Series victory. The Jose Abreu, Freddie Freeman, they earned the MVPs. Uh, was it Shane Beaver? I think it was. He earned the Cy Young. And then I forget who it was on the uh, NL side. Whoever that guy was, he earned the Cy Young as well. Yeah. So I, I, I give those guys kudos. If you play the same game, it's the same amount of games, then guess what? It is what it is. Ain't no, well, this was a, not even a half a season. This was a, 60 games, no. Everybody played the same 60 games. Those guys did more than you did in those 60 games. They deserve those awards. And it should be seen as a legit MVP for uh, Jose Abreu. It should. I agree. And if you're going to have fucking seven inning games, it ain't the player. No hitters should count. Perfect no games hitters. should count. Perfect if games. you want to make it, if you want to make it a fucking official game, all that shit should count. Exactly. If not, go back to nine inning double headers then. Stop robbing these people of the opportunities they have, you know, to have whatever, a chance at greatness. So I agree. So my man, uh, for the Diamondbacks. Uh, Bumgarner. Yeah, Bumgarner. That should be a no hitter. Period. I agree. You know, it's bullshit. You the one said the game seven innings. They didn't say it. You said it. You the one, you know, enforced those rules upon them. So who's to say if he didn't go nine, he wouldn't have got the no-hitter. But then you're going to rob the man of the no-hitter because you decided the game is seven innings? That's bullshit. Plain and simple. So I don't take nothing away from the Dodgers. I don't take nothing against Jose Abreu. I think Jose Abreu is good. He's been the most dependable player. We have had since 
Jermaine Dye. Yeah, that's a good call. And it's listen, it's not just since Jermaine died. I mean, well, people been the most. He's no, Paul no. I'm, 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 they might say Paul Canergo. No, no, no. I'm not even just going to say the White Sox. You look over the last five years, he's been the most consistent, dependable one. One of the most consistent, dependable players in baseball. I agree. I mean, the dude. Listen, you're getting 30 home runs, 90 plus RBIs with 270, 280 average. You know what you are getting from Jose Abreu. Exactly. It's that simple. You write and it then in. it just all depends on the other seven guys on the field, other eight guys on the field, whatever it is, that need to do something. You know what? I know it. Some white size fans should tattoo that on them, say 280, 30, and 100. I know that's exactly Jose. what I'm getting from Jose Brady <laughs> that's every Jose year. That's Jose Abreu. Those are some elite numbers, if I don't say so. Jose, Jose Abreu, honestly, is really the only player you can – Call close to call and elite on the White Sox is Jose Abreu, yeah. really, and his MVP season was elite. That's what MVP is elite. So Jose Abreu is elite. That's elite. So y'all want to see elite? Look at Jose Abreu. He's on your team. Salute him. Great player. RBIs matter. I love him. He drive him in. Help us win games. Them home runs, beautiful. 30 of them, at least. Bombs. Out the park. 280 average, great. I guess you want to criticize his OBP, whatever, that's on you. What he do, what he does is a fantastic job at producing. Period. That guy is Mr. Production. That's what he do. You know what I mean? He, you know he's going to be there. Like State Farm, very trustworthy. So, all right, fuckers, I gotta get out of here. Before I leave you, I want you to tell me. I'm gonna go down 2022 World Series odd favorites. I want uh-huh. you to tell me how they're gonna lose their fate, like how they're gonna collapse and lose. All right. Okay. So the the straight up favorites for the 2022 World Series are the LA Dodgers at plus 550. How are they going to lose the World Series? Dumbass bullpen game. Yeah, a Dave Roberts yep. analytics. <laughs> Dave Roberts, <laughs> who I think who I think by the way is maybe the best manager in baseball, but he's fucking stupid. That's what that's how they're gonna fucking dumbass bullpen games. Put the fucking when fucking Clint Kershaw or whoever Walker yeah. Bueller. Julio Rios goes out there, pitches three innings, fucking 34 pitches, strikes out six, and he, oh, you got to come out because yeah. we're turning the order overs for the second time. That's what the book says. The dumbass bullpen games or putting uh, – I guess, dude, or, who are they playing against? He's going to put they... Turner in right field or some crazy shit like yeah. that. <laughs> All right, number two, the Astros plus 700. How are they going to blow their Pitching. World Series champion? Pitching. Champion. I agree, Pitching. Pitching. Losing Correa is going to hurt them a lot because I think yeah. they're going to lose Correa. Losing Correa would be uh, tough because you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a head to the snake and Altuve wouldn't have all that pressure because Altuve feels pressure. That's why he make them dumbass errors. And I'm he not putting it all on Kyle Tucker and Alex Bregman to win me a ring. Yeah, pitching. So it's going to be tough for them. Pitching, pitching, pitching. I agree. Who the next ones? Waves plus nine hundred. They're about to get blown the fuck up. They're losing uh, Mr. Brave. They're I say injuries. Injuries. Injuries might hamper them because, you know, Kuna got hurt this year and then they, a best pitcher 
or supposedly their best pitcher went down. So I say what could hamper the Braves is the injuries because I don't think the NL East is a great division. You got the fucking Marlins. It ain't the Marlins. Phillies winning 100 games next year. Okay. Fuck out yeah, of here. Just, oh. like, just like the Nationals was winning the East this year, huh? Yeah. I don't remember that take. Yeah, I remember that take. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yankees plus 1,000. They shouldn't even be in that. The <laughs> Yankees. <laughs> I, don't I don't know how they co- go collapse. I guess yeah, I name. I don't know how they're top five. Yeah, I guess name. I don't know what the fuck people see in the Yankees that make them think these motherfuckers are not. You know what they see? The, the Yankees. They're not just going to win the division, but they're going to win the World every Series Yankees. every fucking year. They see the Yankees. Matter. That's what they see. The Yankees. It's because they got Mike Ford. That's why. Hey, they about to resign Anthony that's Rizzo why. and win one forty yeah, this year. Yeah, they see the fucking Yankees. Who who the other ones? All right, yo, Chicago White Sox plus two twelve hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for this one? You ready? Oh. Yeah. We can't play fucking defense. That's the problem. That's one of my biggest things that I hate about this fucking team. We they only cannot play We only gonna get twelve bonds from Makata. That's the downfall. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I said it last week. If Moncada, if Moncada hits me thirty homers, ninety RBIs, and bats two eighty with his little four point five F four, whatever the fuck you war weasels want to call it, I'll fucking let that motherfucker give up fifteen errors. I don't give a fuck. Be productive on offense, please. I think the uh, White Sox' biggest problem gonna be the rotation next year. That's uh, legit. What's the That's ceiling legit. of the road? Dylan Cease is the only pitcher in the rotation that has uh, uh, at least the inclination to get better. I've seen the best out of every pitcher in our rotation. Detroit going to be better. What if Minnesota want to spend some money? You know how Cleveland does it every fucking year. So the rotation might be the one that do us in. I, I don't even think it's going to be the rotation because I think Cleveland during a long fucking, season, the rotation going around with us. Cleveland was sticking around with us up until Terry Francona had to, you know, go out for the rest of the season because of personal shit. So Cleveland's going to play hard if Francona comes back. So I'm not giving up on them either. Yeah, but they only got like one damn bat. I don't care. (laughs) We got one. We got one damn bat too. Okay, we got one. (laughs) (laughs) They got one gun. We got one. They only got like one bat, man. I think. I think Lynn uh, sees. And motherfucking uh, Giolito, they'll be good enough to win during the season. The thing with the White Sox is can they stay healthy? None of they stars besides Jose Abreu. I mean, Makata played a full year this year. None of they key players besides Jose Abreu seem to have entire, you know, healthy full seasons. Damn near. I mean. Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, you got uh, literally every position this year besides third and first got hurt. Yeah. I mean, you look yeah. at, um, I mean, you could say whatever for starters, you know, you had Rio Rodons and, you know, so on. Mm. But your catcher, Grandal, went out. Yeah. Uh, Madrigal got hurt. Went down uh, T.A. The near the end of the season, whether you want to say that was hurt or that was rest, he missed a decent amount of games. Yeah, he missed. Even though in the playoffs he was a fucking dog. Um, yeah. In left, you lose Eloy. Center, you lose Robert. Yeah. And in right, Significant amount of time for Eloy yeah. and Robert. Significant amount of time. Significant amount of time for Magical. I mean, he got traded, but it would have been the entire year. So, can they players, can Eloy, we haven't seen Eloy stay healthy for a whole season. We haven't. We haven't seen Robert stay healthy for a whole season. 
even when Robert was in the minor leagues, he had injury issues. Uh, can T.A. stay healthy for a whole season? You know, that's what we got. That's what we got to ask. And then with the pitching staff, Giolito, he's been solid. Um, Lynn, I mean, as far as health, he's been solid. Lynn, he's been solid. Uh, Cease, I don't think he had any injury bug problems or anything like that. The no, thing with him is, can he go more than fucking, I don't know, four innings or some shit or five innings? Can he go five innings? You know what I mean? So Dallas, uh, he should be gone. Dallas should be flying to Dallas. To be <laughs> if Corpus wants, Christi. Yeah, if he want to retire. If he want to retire. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so it was not. It was nice having you on, Joe. Yo, I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh man, uh, I, I appreciate I you coming on. Around. I really appreciate it. Again, uh, let me give a shout out to to my Twitter feed at Dump on the Um. All the podcasts, it's just about the jokes. I think that people get confused because we're a White Sox, Red Sox, and Mariners podcast. People are like, how can you support more than one team? I'm like, motherfuckers, we got three people on this podcast, and they all support different teams. So uh, check us out, please. Really appreciate it. And um, Oh, oh, here's actually what I wanted to say. You guys can decline, but I wanted to get a book club going over the off season and like a baseball book club. So think about that. One thing I was thinking about was the Satchel Page autobiography, uh, I'm Never Gonna Quit This Game. And mm-hmm. maybe we could do like a, a, a book club about that. So hit me up if you're interested in that. I'm always down for being a, a guest on a podcast. And you know, I'm just here for the motherfucking jokes, man. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we <laughs> got we got plenty of jokes. Trust me. I know. We got, we, got, we, got, we got the biggest joke in the world. We got Camel on here, everyone. So come on now, man. God the biggest joke there is. <laughs> Big ass we got, <laughs> now, don't you go forehead no shaming. Do not go forehead shaming. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, other, but other than that, man, it, it was great having you on. I, you know, Thank I'd be you. interested in reading the uh, Satchel Page uh, biography. It's really very good. I man. have not read it before. And, and of I, course, uh, I support the pie. I, I try to support as many people as I possibly uh, can. You know, support yeah. is free. Really? So, ain't, ain't, Man, ain't, ain't, ain't I'm no just problem. here for the jokes. I'm not here for the clout. I'm here for the jokes. I like Me. that. Not here for the clout, here for the jokes. I noticed that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, yeah, I don't never see you get sensitive on Twitter. It's pretty good. Solid, no, solid dude. I love you guys. Thanks so much for inviting me. All right, no right. Problem, no problem. And then we got a special message coming up after this uh, from uh, Junior. Uh, but I'm going to say this one thing and then, you know, Junior can take us out. I just want to say to you, uh, war fans out there, it's nothing being, nothing wrong with being a war fan, nothing wrong with loving war. I myself love batting average. 
And I know y'all consider that dinosaur type material. Nothing wrong with loving on base percentage. I understand that. But at some point, you have to be real and say, Mankata is not elite. I've already said he's a very solid player. I understand he gets on base at a 375 clip. But once again, when you watch games, what do that actually means? How does that translate to success from game to game to game? How valuable was those 80 walks if you only have 60 runs? Oh, and you can say, well, it's not his fault. He got on base and the other guys didn't drive him in. But then on the other hand, you would argue that Jose RBIs don't mean too much because that is a dependable stat and he's dependent on his other teammates. So why is Walks so great when Walks only become meaningful if you score runs? Which means that Walk is dependent upon a teammate driving him in. So that's a dependent stat too, Walks. You need somebody to drive you in if you take a walk. So once again, I have to ask if a guy has 30 plus home runs and Makata has 14 and War says that he is as valuable or equal to the value of that guy, I have to say, you have to question it. You do. I'm sorry, but you do. What you got to say, Junior? All righty. So we saw this past weekend um, in the NFL, I saw an interview with uh, Lane Johnson and Jay Glazer, and they both talked about their struggles um, with mental health. Um, and then how, how serious it is, it doesn't matter how much money you are, white, black, um, Hispanic, Latino, whatever your religion is, whatever it is, um, everyone has battles. doesn't matter how much money you have, how poor you are, where you live. Um, and then the, the same day we see uh, Calvin Ridley, um, you know, stepping away from the game for a little bit to worry about his mental health. Um, I mean, you can go down the list of just athletes. You know, you got your uh, Naomi Osaka's, uh, Simone Biles, Michael Phelps. Uh, I know Serena Williams has dealt with it before. Um, Ellie Raceman uh, on the women's gymnastics team, uh, Ronda Rousey, uh, Chicago Bull, uh, DeMar DeRozan has, has dealt with his own mental issues. Um, Kevin Love, Amanda Beard, Abby Wambach. Um, the list goes on and on. Um, I think people need to start seeing that this is a serious thing, not just in this country, but in this world, that mental health needs to be addressed and for people who are dealing with uh, any type of uh, mental illness, whether it's depression, anxiety, bipolar, whatever it may be, um, that it's okay and it's okay to not be okay. Reach out to someone, seek help. Don't, do not be embarrassed to uh, reach out to a, a professional, a psychiatrist, counselor, therapist, whatever it may be, to get help. 
Um, I know at times uh, I'm actually seeing a psychiatrist for the first time, November 15th. The hardest part was making a phone call. That was the hardest part. Um, I'm scared. I'm excited as hell um, to finally um, speak to somebody who, who deals with stuff like this. Um, and at times I feel like I'm in uh, a room with all the lights off and there's no door to get out. And I want everyone who deals with that or anything along the lines of that to know, seek help. It's okay to have this problem and to go out there, um, get the help you need from a professional and you can live a life full of enjoyment, be happy, and you can finally see the person that you can become. Um, so that's the message, boys. Just anyone out there who needs help, get it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, we live in a different world now where there's certain things that are starting to become acceptable. And I think once this becomes acceptable more and more and people realize that there could be something going on up in someone's head that just because it's not a visual thing that you can't see like a cut or a stab wound doesn't mean that someone's not hurting. Um, and last but not least, I teach my son, and I have a four-year-old, and I tell him every single day, you don't bully kids, you don't be mean, you be kind. Just be nice, people. Be nice to everyone. I don't care if they're being the biggest asshole on the planet. Kill them with kindness was something I was always taught, and it's true. Be as nice as you can, um, and you never know what somebody is going through on a day-to-day -day basis. So that's all I got, boys. Um, thanks for letting me get that out there. So thank you. Oh, no problem. Great message. And with that being said, black and white, 